This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, I agree with a lot of everything that you said, Chris. I can't believe we got that on tape. That, I, that, I realized that's after a me it thing. came out, I, <laughs> I was, was like, like you're, welcome. Just, like, you're welcome. We were rolling for that one. All right. <laughs> Hey there, listeners, future callers, and cooking enthusiasts. This is Dinner SOS, the show where we help you save dinner, or whatever you're cooking. I'm Chris Morocco, food director of Bon Appetit and Epicurious. Our caller this week, Elin, is a college student at Texas A&M. And when I found out what she was studying, I knew I had an organized caller on my hands. I'm studying economics. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) I took Econ 101. And I didn't fail it, I just want to point out. But yeah, damn, econ. It's just not how my brain works, you know? It's like, oh, the Fed's buying bonds. Oh no, they're selling bonds. Like, uh. Okay, sometimes the true question of if money is real is like a great question. And Because well, it's not, it, right? Yeah, it's not really real. <laughs> but I don't know, like the graphs and just like the concepts and the papers, like I just love that kind of stuff and I love reading it and I I just love what I'm studying. I'm really lucky to be like one of those people who are like, I love my major, but I am one of those people. In true econ major style, Elin called us looking for budget-friendly meal inspiration, but with a few other stipulations. I am trying to walk away from pre-cooked meals or pre-marinated meals combined with the fact that Like, I am shuffling between places most of the time. Like, I change apartments, or I go to a summer internship, or I go home for the break. And so none of my supplies are, like, supplies that I know I will have for, like, a year on. So I really don't want to have, like, spices left. Like, I've thrown away so many spices. I've thrown away so many, like, things that I just don't want to make any more food waste coming out of that. So what do you love eating? Like, just yourself, like, what what is, like, your platonic ideal type of restaurant, whether it's a cuisine thing, a vibe thing? So I love experimenting with a lot of cuisines. For instance, I love Thai food. But I also love, like, I made Japanese curry a week ago, and I love that. Um, I love spaghetti. I love lasagna. Um, chicken shawarma, like, anything... Middle Eastern, Mediterranean is very yummy. I'm Chinese. My parents are Chinese immigrants. And so, like, that is something I will revert to. So I will always have frozen dumplings. And if my meal of the week doesn't go right or if I need to supplement a few more meals, then I'll just use dumplings. Cool. So, well, give me a sense of your cooking style. Are you cooking every day or meal prepping? Every week I'll make one very nice meal and I'll make it in a large portion and then I'll eat it throughout the week. So, like, I'll eat it for dinner or like if I'm home for lunch throughout the week. But then after I'm done with that meal, like I've eaten it for a while, I want to like pivot pretty hardly to something different or something else that sparks joy. Yeah. Wow. Well, you are certainly a very well-rounded eater. Now, I'm just curious because like obviously, you know, there's a lot of different ways to go here. 
Is there something you've always been curious about making but just couldn't quite think your way into or something that has been on your short list? So I do, I, I prepped for this entire interview because I was like, this is, <laughs> I, I can send you my notes app after this is done. Yeah. Um, this is on, on my list of things that I want to make. I'd love to make pho, but I don't think I have the energy to boil tons of meat. That's a little daunting for me. Um, there's this restaurant called Meza, and, and it was this like caramelized eggplants and like chicken shawarma, and like they had the best couscous, and I can never make that couscous again. Like I want to make that eggplant and that couscous again. Mm. Um, I'm trying to push into lentils. Everyone's telling me about this. I see it all over my TikTok feed. <laughs> I'm not really sure how to push into lentils. TikTok That's, discovers lentils. <laughs> yes, TikTok has discovered lentils, and it's it's blowing up. Um, fish, maybe? I don't know. Like, I made salmon before, and it was really, really yummy, but it was also pre-marinated, and so that was one of the things Whoa. I was like, yeah. Pre-marinated fish. Yeah. So, in Texas, there's this, like, chain of grocery stores called HEV. They do a lot of, like, pre-marinated stuff, and then, like, now it's crawfish season, so they'll have, like, boiled crawfish for people to buy as well. Like, they're really good about making, like— Just, like, a mountain of boiled crawfish? Yeah, and you can buy it by, like, pound. Wow. I mean, it just goes to show, you know, different parts of the country. You, just, you can walk into a grocery store and expect to find different things. That's so cool. Yeah. Mountains of cooked crawfish you buy by the pound. Yeah. So interesting. Well, I mean, there's this could go any which way. Is there anything you don't eat? Um, Meat is scary to cook. Um, but I'm trying to get over that fear. So I've cooked chicken by myself for the first time. Like I made chicken katsu and that, like the first one I came completely raw, but then I got better at it. I like made it a little thinner and it all worked out. I don't think I have mm. the poisoning, um, but like cooking, <laughs> pushing into salmon was another scary thing. Why, wait, why, hold on. <laughs> why would you think that you were poisoning yourself with your chicken katsu? Well, just cause I didn't like, I, I don't know how thin you're supposed to make it. And then I was like, were like, you slicing it thin or were you pounding it thin? So I, I think I, I had to, I sliced it once and I was like a pretty thick chicken breast and I sliced it once and then I realized mm, maybe I should slice it in three because even when I pounded it after I sliced it, I don't have a pounder. So like I was using like the back of a knife and like yeah. mm, there's just like some key things that are missing in the kitchen drawers of our apartment, but like yeah. I was just like makeshifting what I could. And what happened with the salmon? The salmon was good. It was great. I ate it all in one day. Okay. Um, it was like this orange marinated salmon. And the orange flavor was just so great. I don't know. I I just loved it. But it was like like back with the chicken trauma, like these things are like $10 plus. And I feel like if I marinated mm -hmm. myself, it might be a little bit cheaper than dropping 10 bucks or more on something that yeah. they, I can marinate. This is usually the point in the show where I say, look, I'm going to have a little thing, tap a colleague, and we'll be back in touch. But Elon had prepared for me. And she had some requests. Can I give a few more things? Absolutely. Okay. One thing is that I really don't want like a soup or a stir fry or a pasta or a curry, like something that's just like a little bit more elevated. Do you, do you get where I, what I mean? Like, it's like, I know how to make a stir fry. Like, I think I'm trying to push past that, but I'm not ready for the braised short ribs. <laughs> or like, Why are you not ready for braised short ribs? Oh, what like, makes you think you're not ready? Just because it's scary or because you don't want to deal with it for four hours? A little bit of both. I think, well, I don't have a, is it a crock pot that you use? I don't have that, but also just you like. You can just use a pot on a stove. Yeah. That's what we did before TikTok. 
Yeah, <laughs> I guess I could, but I feel like there's some things that just sound really complicated. But what if it's not complicated? Then, then I could be down to make it. But I really just don't want something like really simple, like soup or stir fry. Like I, I think Whoa. I think y'all will give me something advanced. You're like, like you're like it's like you wait until like the last two minutes to come in yeah. with like the hard fast opinions and preferences. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's totally cool. It's never too late. You yeah. know, you do you think you freaked me out? I'm not freaked out at all. Okay. It's fine. No soup, no stir fry, no pasta. Yeah. Nothing just like... No curry. Yeah, no curry. I'm sorry. I just can't. I just... There has to be some like spotlight <laughs> of the meal, <laughs> but also like a grocery price because I am a college student. Like if I need to remake this, I don't want it to be more than $60 for that week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Wait, there's more? Yeah, there's a little bit more. Because I've, like, already <laughs> sat here and decided that you're going to make short ribs, LOL. So, I mean, you can keep talking all you want, but, like, let's yeah. face it, like, we're calling the shots here, and I can just throw this right back at you. Yeah, short ribs it is. <laughs> I, I just, I whenever I hear, like, braised short ribs, I'm always just like, that yeah, sounds You're, so like, sitting different. there talking about, like, pho and, like, you know, curry and, like, stir-fry and homemade dumplings and everything, and then, yeah. like, you're afraid of a short rib? I don't know. I think it's because I don't know, like, what part of the cow is this? And, like, oh, how do this... I buy this meat? And, like, sure, where do I like... go and get this? And so it's just, like, a little daunting to go oh, we'll, buy we're that We're going to figure all of that out together. Okay. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll set you up for big success here. Yeah. And then the other question is, like, spices. So, like, I don't know if I'll be here in six months. Will any of us be here in six months? I mean, honestly, it's hard to know. The, the existential question, yes. Yeah. Ian well, you is, should like, be apartment. buying new spices in six months. Anyway, okay, hot take on spices. Like, yes, by all means, if you're somebody who's cooking all the time, like, get your constituent individual spices, your cumin, your coriander, you know, your various types of chili flakes and, you know, your fennel seed and all all the rest of it, right? But for a lot of people, a lot of the time, you're better off just going with, like, a really great blend that's dynamic enough in flavor and kind of character that you're not going to get sick of it. So, like, Go with more of like a zatar. Go with more of like a harissa shawarma kind of like dry spice blend, a chop masala, like a garam masala, a curry powder. I mean, all of these things are, are fair game and like do a lot with just one jar. And you'll probably use it up faster than you would with that jar of fennel seeds you spent seven bucks on and just used half a teaspoon of. Yeah. All right. This is great. Thank you for um, your your unvarnished opinions. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, this is awesome. I love it. And listen, we'll we'll get back to you and um, we'll talk next steps, okay? Sounds great. Thank you all for trying to help me. For an SOS about budget, I knew the perfect co-host. You know her, you love her, Shilpa Skokovic. All right, Chris. This I don't know that we're here to roast me today, but all right. <laughs> Shilpa writes a column for the magazine called What a Steal, focused on cheap but still delicious meals. And look, when I pulled Shilpa aside in the test kitchen to chat about Elon's SOS, I tried to be as prepared as Elon, but, well, sometimes we don't get what we want. Things that she might like to make. Pho. Caramelized Eggplant similar to meze in Virginia. Lentils from TikTok. What are these <laughs> notes? Who takes these stupid notes? All right, it's me. Um, we're doing great. Back on track, I pitched Shilpa on a dastardly plan. 
Here was the thing, okay, in the context of the conversation we were having, she was like, oh, I like this, I like that, but then suddenly all these opinions came in. Like, oh, I don't want to make this, and I don't want to make that. Okay. And she gave, like, short ribs as an example. That sort she of like, does not want to make? Yeah, like, something she's, like, intimidated of, of mm. making. But when she was talking about the fear of the undercooked katsu, I was like, yeah. well, just do something that's braised. Yeah. And she's sort of like, I felt like the way the conversation was going, it was sort of like, maybe I want you to make short ribs. This thing that you're like scared of and like kind of don't want to do, maybe that's exactly what we want you to do. Okay. And we just need to kind of take you in hand and just Mm -hmm. like make you do the thing that you're not sure you want to do because it's the right thing to do. Okay, you could say that. You want to get away from like pre-marinated, like prepped meat. You want to like undergo like a total transformation of an ingredient yourself. That can be very versatile in terms of how you use it throughout the week. Yeah. Yeah. Some braised Something shoulders. braised always. Let's do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Something braised. A braised pork shoulder. So Shilpa and I went off to brainstorm some budget-friendly braises for Elin. After the break, we'll get her back on the line to share the recipes. Here at Dinner SOS, we love tackling your kitchen issues. But what if I told you there's a way to rescue dinner before it turns into an emergency? With expert insights from the test kitchen, cooking and entertaining tips, and a treasury of over 50,000 recipes, Bon Appetit and Epicurious are your lifelines to rescue any meal. And right now, our listeners can get 20% off an annual digital subscription including access to the user-friendly Epicurious app. Just use code SOS20 at bonappetit.com. That's SOS20 for a 20% discount on an annual digital subscription to Bon Appetit and Epicurious. Happy cooking. And don't worry, I'll still be here if your dinner plan self-destructs. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Welcome back to Dinner SOS. When Shilpa and I called Elon back, I was psyched. I thought that Shilpa was finally going to take my advice and give Elon a braised short rib recipe to go head-to-head with mine. I have to say, I think braising is probably the easiest thing that you could do because it's sort of foolproof in a way. You're supposed to cook it for a long time. I think I've been on the braising train for almost every episode, which is why I was like, I don't know that I want to start on this again. But yes, I, I've always been pro-braising. Yeah. Shilpa, do you want to talk about your recipe first? Oh. Um, no, that was a no. That's okay. <laughs> because, well, here's the thing, though. Because the recipes that I had in mind are not braises. Interesting. (laughs) Because I just felt like, you know, I knew... You were going soft on her. (laughs) Yeah, I was... You're giving her short ribs, but not a braise. That's what you're doing. Well, 
I'm not giving her short ribs either. Ooh. Oh. I, I just oh. really felt. I did I felt, did I or did I not instruct you to give her <laughs> a short rib recipe? What for is anyone, this? For anyone listening, this is very indicative of exactly what happens in the test kitchen. Chris tells me to do one thing and I do the exact opposite. And then it's like better. <laughs> no, it's not always. Uh, in wow. my defense, in my defense, all right. That initial conversation we had left me, you know, with many options to consider. Mm, and I considered okay. some of the other ones. Okay. Okay. Listen, <laughs> I think you do what makes sense to you, right? Like, okay. I'm about to suggest something that, like, it might be slightly ambitious, mm. right, relative to dumping a jar of sauce on, like, ground meat and then putting that on spaghetti. So... Yeah, I get that. Like, what I'm about to tell you is, like, maybe going to seem like it's just beamed in straight from Pluto. <laughs> All right. We'll see how many exams I have, and that, that'll determine what I make. <laughs> I see. Okay, so what I wanted to propose is a recipe called Coconut and Lemongrass Braised Short Ribs. This is by our colleague, Rachel Gerger. These are full-on delicious. And what I loved about this recipe is that there's not a ton of ingredients, okay? You've got bone-in short ribs. You've got some lemongrass, onion, garlic, ginger. You've got some fresh chilies. There's some macroot lime leaves, but you could just use some lime zest. Oh, and there's some fish sauce in there. Then there's some sugar, turmeric, and coconut milk. This isn't one of those pull out every spice in your pantry, you know, all of that, like requiring of lots of fresh ingredients, you know, that are highly perishable or anything like that. Like this is one, you can buy the ingredients, you can wait a few days before making this. But I think these flavors all together, like just as something that you could literally put on noodles or put on rice or eat just straight up, this will last for days in the fridge. And if you wanted to freeze it, it would freeze for months. And if you make like just one yield of the recipe, it'll give you enough for multiple, multiple meals, like possibly even like six meals. This one, I just love, like there's something about like beef and coconut milk. I just love together, whether you use coconut milk as a marinade or as a braising medium, it's just lovely. Yeah. Actually, that's a very good recipe choice. Thank you. I think because, as you said, there's something about the flavors. Sometimes braised meat can feel very, like, heavy. But, it can um, go to this, like, red wine. Like, yes. deep brooding. Tomato and, and paste. And that's what I was trying to avoid. It was like, well, I, you know, I don't want to send you to, like, the liquor store and then this place and then that place. I, I think there's something about these flavors. They're, like, very pantry-friendly and yet very bright. Yeah. It also helps that I'm not 21. So if you did send me to the liquor store, I would not be able to buy the, the wine that you were suggesting. That is <laughs> such a great point to make. <laughs> One that publicly. I did not stop to consider for even half a second. Um, Shilpa, what have you got for us? Well, I think I have to set myself up here and explain my choices a little bit because I was thinking about all the other things that you mentioned. And I considered all of these things and drew up some options for you, starting with Bridget Washington's. It's called Saucy Tangy Slow Roast Sambal Salmon. And this is a great recipe because whatever fear you have about salmon or cooking fish is completely taken away because all you do is season the fish, you put it in a pan, and you let the oven do most of the work. 
And that's really a foolproof way to cook a lot of fish. Salmon especially is very well suited for that technique because it, it's so fatty. It takes well to being slow roasted. And it makes a decent amount. You can scale it up or down pretty easily. It keeps well. You could eat it with rice or you could eat it with noodles and they would both be just as tasty. It does have some pantry ingredients, but I feel like they were versatile enough that you could reuse them for other things. And then I had, for lentils, I had this recipe that I recently worked on, which was soy-braised black lentils. And those were really nice because they were really simple. They have, I don't know, five, six ingredients, and they come together in a pot. You simmer them, and again, just like the salmon, they keep for a while, just becoming better as they sit. What type of lentils and why? <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Uh, asking the leading questions. The lentils are specifically black caviar lentils. Essentially, you want lentils that will keep their shape after they're simmered so that they stay firm and pearly. These are good, like can confirm. They're very toothsome. Like they're mm-hmm. cooked, they're tender, but they hold their shape. And Shilpa, you're not like selling these enough. There's like the soy sauce, but there's a little bit of sugar in there. Mm. And it really kind of balances them out. It almost like gives them like a pickly kind of like soy forward vibe. So like you could stir it into a bowl of rice and feel like you're eating Mm -hmm. a meal. You know what I mean? And if you've never experienced like a black beluga or caviar lentil, oh, I mean, they're like, they're their own thing. Like lentils are great, you know, no no issues with lentils, but like they are like in a class by themselves for specifically for this type of application where you want texture. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Why am I backing up your choices, Shilpa? Just please. <laughs> because keep, you know it's the winning continue. one, Chris. You, <laughs> oh, you already know. <laughs> stop it. Well, is here, not. <laughs> here's the thing. In my usual overthinking way. I had these two options, but the truth is I'm very excited because we have a whole gallery of recipes on our site. Yellen, yeah, you need to type in 71 cheap dinner ideas, okay? And we have a whole list of ideas, and I was just trawling through them, and there are so many that fit all your requirements, mm-hmm. you know, that don't use a lot of single-use spices, that don't use a lot of special equipment. I write a column called What a Steal, which also talks about, like, cooking on a budget. Like, we have so many good options. I was like, how many recipes can I really talk about? So I felt like mentioning these two the gallery and the column was a great answer to your question. That's good because there's Mm. so many recipes and like even outside of your website, there's so many recipes out there. So I just don't know which one to pick from sometimes. And it's it's overwhelming in fact. Yeah, Shilpa, your column, What a Steal, like really addresses this, right? It's like Mm. you want to eat well. You don't necessarily want to spend a ton of money and you want kind of a complete dish, something that feels very satisfying. And, And you've had some like clever ways of approaching that. Name a few of the dishes you've done. Well, the most recent one I did was this Alfredo ish broccoli chickpea skillet, which was inspired by Alfredo pasta, of course. Perhaps not a looker. But yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, Chris okay? Chris was very quick with managing expectations here. <laughs> I just Agreed. like, you know, listen, okay? Hashtag ugly delicious. Yeah, um, <laughs> like ugly delicious. Fair. <laughs> but 
it was pretty great because it uses canned chickpeas. It uses frozen broccoli, something that a lot of us might walk away from. But it really uses these two ingredients that are cheap, very accessible, and very quick to cook and puts them together in a way that feels familiar and is extremely tasty. So that actually gets me to a question for you guys. Um, you said like all the recipes you were giving me, like you said, you could put on rice or noodles. or um, And so my question is like, what kind of rice do you want me to put it on? Um, what kind of noodles would you recommend putting it on? Also, what kind of veggies can I incorporate into this? Because these are mostly protein-heavy meals. So what kind of veggies? Because I don't cook veggies throughout the week. I just throw them into the dish I make. Any recommendation? I would say in most cases, just eat the noodles you like and eat the rice that you like, regardless of the the flavors. Let's say like in the case of like the short ribs, just because it's sort of like a set of flavors that, you know, we often like associate with Thai cuisine doesn't mean you have to use jasmine rice. If you want to use like a short grain brown rice, do that. If you want to use basmati, because that's what you have, there's no reason not to. So many of like these flavors and ingredients like cross over into other cuisines anyway. Same thing with noodles. Like, you know, throw that like sort of Thai inflected, you know, beef curry, if you will, like on some like Pennsylvania Dutch egg noodles. Why not? Like, who cares? It's friggin' delicious. And I'm curious for your thoughts on this too, Shilpa. But when it comes to veg, like, I think frozen veg is like such a smart idea, you know, just keep your veg in the freezer and then shake out, you know, a handful of like the frozen broccoli into whatever you've made when you heat it up and you're good. Yeah, I love a frozen (laughs) vegetable. I always have corn and peas and kale and spinach in my freezer and they've saved many a meal. I think for other vegetables, think of things that are, I don't think single serving is the right phrase, but I'm just going to use it for the moment. But things like snappies or things like cherry tomatoes, rather than, let's say, eggplant. Like, you can't add just a little. Yes. Yeah, I can't add, I can't even eat a whole (laughs) eggplant in a week. (laughs) Too much eggplant. Uh, Yes. So think of these other small things that you can portion out, you know, a few at a time and drop them into whatever you're cooking, whether it's you're roasting something or braising them. I was going to say, if you're braising something, add the vegetables towards the end. But I don't think that has anything to do with this conversation. It might if she goes with my friggin' dish. Hello. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm sorry. I need to st- stop talking oh, about this God, dish. It's Moving like you on. were just assuming that she wasn't going with it there. It's going to be an interesting choice. Well, listen, we cannot wait to see what what happens, okay? And thank you for um for following us uh, on this journey. Bye. Good luck on your exams. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Shilpa may not have been on team braised short rib, but I can't deny that she helped me to set Elin up with a suite of budget-friendly, delicious recipe options. After the break, the big reveal. Did you know that kids eat 1,095 meals every year each? Not even counting snacks. Honestly, being responsible for all those meals kind of sucks sometimes. But we've found a resource that actually helps and is funny too. Didn't I Just Feed You is a weekly podcast about feeding families hosted by two longtime food professionals, Stacey Billis and Megan Splawn. These ladies are not afraid to be candid and get real because as working moms, they know how hard it is to feed a family night after night. They joined me on an episode of Dinner SOS, but their show covers this topic week after week. 
From how to turn nachos into a legit family dinner to the magic of meatballs, solving the after-school snack problem to the mental load of being the family cook, they talk about it all, offering shortcuts, pro tips, techniques, and recipes along the way. Find Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. New episodes publish every Monday. You can also find Stacy and Megan on Instagram as at Didn't I Just Feed You. Elin, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm on break. Summer break is finally here. You're on oh, break. Great. Remember break? <laughs> I just came back from one, so yes, I do. Oh, yeah. Why am I looking at you conspiratorially when, like, you're part of the problem? I should have just gone with yes, I do. Shilpa's been gone for, like, months. (laughs) Good for you. Good for you. Everyone deserves a break. Truly. (laughs) Have you been cooking anything? Not really. Not since when finals hit. I was just, like, eating dumplings and uh, whatever junk food I could get my hands on. And now I'm home and my grandmother's cooking, so Mm. I don't have to cook anymore. But when I go to my internship in the summer, I'm going to have to cook again. So I will carry the recipes that y'all have given me to there. Okay. Well, yeah, I can't help but notice. I, we we kind of create like a little bit of a cheat sheet for every caller just so we know what recipes we've suggested and what they pick ultimately. And could not help but notice, Shilpa, you've got like eight things here and I've got mm. one. Mm. <laughs> Were you just playing a numbers game? No, I was being really thoughtful. and cons- I was doing my job, Christopher. You were being thoughtful and considerate? Yes. That's what you're going to throw at me? <laughs> we all know that's not me. It was very thoughtful and considerate. A column that's like all the cheap recipes, the ones that like break it down by price. Wow, yeah. that one was amazing. I feel like that's a perfect like column. Oh, great. Did. So she did beat you on the numbers game. <laughs> <laughs> I love to hear that. Well, um, listen, I, I cannot wait to hear. What did you ultimately choose for your dish? I picked the sambal salmon. Oh. oh. Wow, good. How did it go? It went amazing. (laughs) Amazing, amazing, amazing. I love it. Before we hear more from Elin, Shilpa, will you walk us through the sambal salmon? Sure. So first you coat your salmon with some oil, lime zest and salt, and then you roast it in a 300-degree oven for around 20 to 30 minutes. Then you make the sauce by whisking together some brown sugar, sambal olek, cornstarch, and water. Saute some onion, garlic, ginger, bell pepper. Then you pour the sauce over the veggies and cook just until the sauce thickens. Remove it from the heat and stir in some lime juice and sesame oil. And you pour the sauce over the salmon. Top with scallions and enjoy a very hands-off, low-effort meal. So, Elin, tell me more about how it went. So I've made salmon twice previously to this, and every time I make it before, I used to buy it pre-marinated, so there's like a cost hike in that. It's fine pre-marinated, but the sambal is like, wow. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like, first of all, I really love like the way the recipe lays everything out. I think, like for instance, I always throw my bell peppers and my onions in together, but it was like, throw your onions in first then add in your bell peppers. And I was like, oh, that is pretty cool. (laughs) That's very innovative. (laughs) I never thought about it like that because I'm always like, this is stir fry. Let me dump everything in at once. Mm. Um, And then the glaze, it kicks in every direction. Like it's sweet, it's salty, it's spicy, it's sour. Like I love the glaze. And then obviously I love salmon and obviously I love rice, but the glaze, like I have used for like other recipes, like I put it on top of cabbage. Like I've like tried to make like a similar one with more vinegar for dumplings. Like I've played with it so much now. So 
I, wow. I love this level salmon. Look at you taking it and running with it. <laughs> with the cabbage. Is, that's pretty brilliant, actually. Yeah. How did you prepare yeah. the cabbage? So my grandmother likes to make cabbage, just like chop it very thin, thin slices. And then you just like put it on vegetable oil and you just mix a little bit. And then it just like disintegrates enough that you can like, it's not hard. Um, and then I usually just add vinegar, like black vinegar to it. Mm. But I added a little bit of sambal instead and then added some lime and then just added a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of soy sauce. And then it's perfect. That is great. And with the salmon, did you use rice as well? I, yeah, I used white rice. I used jasmine rice. Do you have a rice cooker? I don't. I actually, I've been using the pot and it's been going fine. Like I make a big pot of rice, I cool it down and then I put it in uh, like Ziploc bags and I freeze them and then I pop them in the microwave with like an ice cube when I want to eat rice. So you pop it inside the bag in the microwave. I take it out of the bag, put it in like a bowl, cover it and put like an ice cube or put a little bit of water and it just like becomes like fluffy rice again. (laughs) I'm waiting uh, just anytime you're ready. No, I mean, <laughs> I've seen this on TikTok. So yeah, I was gonna this is say, where I learned this. What, I learned with this the ice TikTok. cube, you mean? Or? Yeah. yeah. With, yeah with the, also with the freezing of yeah. the okay. rice in the packets right away. I saw right it in up. real life. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Your lived experience is greater than mine. Why, why um, ice? I, I don't know. I've just seen it on TikTok. <laughs> it steams. The... But wouldn't water steam too? Yeah. Ice. Okay. I mean, I think sure. Emily Mariko does it. And if Emily Mariko does it, <laughs> then anyone can do it. <laughs> Christopher, Christopher. Do you know what she's talking yes, about? Yes, I do. You, keep, you don't know like, who just... Emily Mariko is? Christopher's age is showing. We'll excuse oh him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> who is that? Oh my gosh. You have to check out Emily Mariko on TikTok. She's like, okay. She, she wears like the best clothes. She's like super clean. She's like the cleanest person I know. <laughs> Her aesthetic yeah. is just clean. <laughs> okay, one could say that. Yeah. We had that in the clean. 90s with like Calvin Klein. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> and she makes food. <sighs> this is okay. what the TikTokers do. This is what the TikTokers do. And my rice turns out perfectly fine and I don't mind it. I'm like, okay. You cover the rice though, don't you? With the yeah, paper I cover towel. the rice. Okay. I, cover, I cover it with the plate, actually. Okay, that's great. Efficient and effective. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then I rinse the plate so I don't have to clean it. I just oh, you use the... the same plate to eat out of. Yeah, exactly. I really am in awe. Wow. <laughs> I'm just a wow. Shilpa, other thoughts, feelings, reactions? No, I think it's really great that you took on this recipe. I like that you made it work for you in that you use the sauce for other dishes. And to me, that's a success. Like not only making something that was new to you, but taking it and running with it and playing with it, I think... That's that's what cooking is about. And I think you did such a good job with it. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I fully agree. I mean, it was interesting. I've never used sambal before. Like, I've had sriracha. I've had gochujang. I've had chili oil. Like, it's it was a very interesting, but, like, it's definitely something, like, I will buy and bring. It's like I have soy sauce, and I will bring soy sauce to a place if there's no soy sauce to buy there. But I will bring sambal to wherever I go if I move somewhere without sambal. But usually, I think places do. It's usually like it's pretty prevalent. It's one of the ones you know you find like a, a lot of supermarkets, and it's it's very versatile. I mean, it's not punishingly spicy. Mm-hmm. There's a, a nice kind of chili component to it, and it's like we're using sambal in reference to a very specific product, mm-hmm. whereas like sambal is an entire category oh, yes. of you know kind of Pice condiment Pice. and sort of blend of aromatics and chilies, etc. That can take all kinds of forms. But wow, amazing. Is anything on deck in terms of like what you want to cook next, whether, you know, it's one of Shilpa's recipes or anything else? 
I will definitely do the very short ribs. Oh, <laughs> I will. I, mean. I promise I will. The reason I didn't you made do it, I feel like Shopa could have made you make the short ribs. Like that was really the goal of the exercise, and she just really misread that. But it's fine. I was going to do it, but you have to understand. I was like right before finals. It was like the week before finals, and I was like, "This is going to last me through finals." And I was like, "If I make the short ribs and it's a failure, I have nothing to eat." <laughs> I was Fair. like, I know I can make the salmon. I was like, in my gut, I know I can make salmon. I can eat salmon no matter what. It's a little bit less risky, but it was amazing. I'm I'm excited to make the short ribs, though. I will make the good. Short ribs you this should. Well, you should, and They're and they good. will freeze so beautifully. I mean, if you're looking for something that you know you can portion out and pay forward to yourself, oh my goodness, that is tops. I love talking to y'all about food. It's so much oh, fun. Oh, same. <laughs> we do too. Yeah. Well, listen. Enjoy the rest of your break. And yeah, thank you so much for doing this with us. Good luck on your internship. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great summer. So even though my short rib plans were thwarted, Elon got a delicious low-budget meal for the week. And I learned a little something about TikTok. What it's was that? Cube. Oh, it's the ice cube. Wait, wait, was the fish under the rice? I think so. I think she oh. flaked it. Okay. And wait, she pulled the ice cube off. And then she does like the happy lunch dance, which I respect. (laughs) (laughs) If you have a dinner emergency on your hands, write to us at dinnersos at bonappetit.com or leave us a voice message at 212-286-SOS1. That's 212-286-7071. You can find the recipes featured on today's episode. Saucy, tangy, slow roast sambal salmon, coconut and lemongrass braised short ribs, soy braised black lentils, and all of Shilpa's What a Steal recipes on the new Epicurious app, brought to you by Condé Nast. Just search Epicurious in the App Store and download today. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a rating and review on your podcast app of choice hit that follow button so you never miss an episode. Dinner SOS is a Condé Nast Entertainment original podcast. I'm your host, Chris Morocco. My co-host this week is Shilpa Skokovic. Our producer is Michelle O'Brien. Peyton Hayes is our associate producer. Leah Kasher is our assistant producer. Jake Loomis is our studio engineer. Amar Lal makes this episode. Next week, the secret to making recipes riffable featuring the wonderful Claire Saffitz. How I immediately reacted was that this is someone who's thought a lot about cooking, which I really appreciate. We're going to try that one more time with the microphone plugged in. Actually plugged in? Yeah. I still haven't forgiven you for the sumac, but continue. Just calm down. Hey, listeners. Chris Morocco here. If you find yourself in a dinner crisis, the Epicurious app comes to the rescue. Not only will you unlock over 50,000 recipes from Bon Appetit and Epicurious, but you'll also receive daily personalized recommendations based on your unique preferences and dietary needs. Head to the Apple App Store and download the Epicurious app to kickstart your seven-day free trial today. Don't miss out on this culinary adventure. Start your free trial and let the Epicurious app be your kitchen hero. Happy cooking.